0: As with every budget day, oh, you didn't know, yesterday's budget day. As with every budget day, everybody wakes up hoping the finance minister is going to throw something their way. And every budget day, there are the so-called winners and the so-called losers. But the one constant, every budget day, is the government, whether it's Labour, national or whoever... They roll out the proverbial high fives. They look very pleased with themselves because they have delivered exactly what the country needs. We couldn't have done it better. Absolutely brilliant. Let's head down to Bellamy's for a drink, shall we? Health is always a big component of every budget. And this year is no different, but there never, ever seems to be enough money to go around for health. Does there? I heard Dr. John Bonning on with Mike earlier this morning. He's a specialist in emergency medicine, and he was saying that health is a bottomless pit. And so it's safe to assume, isn't it, that the country will never have enough money for the perfect public health system. We're living longer. We have higher expectations in terms of quality of life. Technology is better. Technology's gone through the roof which means it's also getting more expensive. And if we need it, we want that technology used on us to make us better, don't we? As the doctor says, health is a bottomless pit. That's just physical health. Mental health funding is another bottomless pit. And just like on budget day, there are winners and losers too when it comes to health services, and not just one day a year, but every day of the year. Every day, people all around the country are told there is something wrong with them. It needs treating, but who knows how long it'll take to get the treatment. In other words, join the waiting list and see you later. Or in the case of mental health services, yes, you're, you're in a pretty bad way, but there are others way worse than you, sorry, so no room at the inn. Maybe you should try some exercise. That might help. Again, see you later. In the last couple of years here in New Zealand, and COVID will have had something to do with this, the number of people waiting longer than four months for their first appointment with a hospital specialist, that's doubled. And the number of people waiting longer than four months for treatment has more than trebled. This is in the public health system. The government, of course, has got its task force on the job to sort it out, but let's not hold our breaths for any major change anytime soon. And let's remember too that Waiting lists have been an issue forever, not just since COVID starting causing havoc for health systems around the world. We've been talking about waiting lists for yonks, and I bet that by this time next year, the likes of Dr. John Bonning will still be talking about the bottomless health pit, and the health spend announced in today's budget still won't have been enough, and more, more, more will be needed and expected. So, what is the answer? this is what I'm keen to talk to you about today. Is there an answer? Well, I think there is. And it's not endless increases in government spending. The answer is KiwiSaver. Now, I think most of us know that people can dip into their KiwiSaver account to come up with a deposit for their first home. But I don't think many of us know that you can do the same for health reasons. Although the rules are pretty tight, and it generally comes down to severe financial hardship. But imagine if you could use your KiwiSaver to pay for a hip operation privately and not hang around waiting on the public waiting list. You can't at the moment, but what if you could? Imagine if you could use your KiwiSaver to buy medications that aren't publicly funded but would work wonders on your quality of life. You can't at the moment, but what if you could? Imagine if you could use your KiwiSaver to get private mental health treatment for yourself or someone in your family. Again, you can't at the moment... But what if you could? Look, I could go on and on, but you get the idea of what I'm talking about. And as I say, the rules at the moment are pretty tight. And from what I've seen on the IRD website, you can only access your KiwiSaver early for health reasons if you have an illness, injury or disability that permanently stops you working or could kill you. Or you have a life-shortening congenital condition that means you may not live to the age of 65. Very limiting. Very limiting. But I see no reason why it should stay this way, given the fact that there is never going to be enough money to go around all of us when it comes to health. And surely the best thing the government could do in the absence of the pot of gold that was at the end of the rainbow that was out there earlier this morning here in Christchurch, in the absence of that, the best thing it could do would be to come up with something that gives people choice and at the same time reduces the number of people on the public system waiting lists. I think this would be the answer. The trade-off for us as individuals would be less money in the bank in the future for retirement versus not waiting unnecessarily on a hospital waiting list. And we would all make these calls on a case-by-case basis. You know, someone close to retirement, they might choose to stick it out on the waiting list and keep the KiwiSaver money in the bank. But someone in their late 40s or early 50s who needs a hip replacement they may be quite happy to give up a bit of the Kiwi Saver if it meant they could get their operations sooner and get on with life. Surely having the option to choose wouldn't be such a bad thing. In fact, I think it would be a great thing. If I think it's, what do I say? I think it would be a no-brainer. I think it is a no-brainer.